You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Friday, everyone. On today's show, we are going to look at a variety of topics. We're going to check in on some news items that have popped up. We are also going to look at a viewer question who wants to know about hockey versus basketball. You're going to want to check in on that. And then finally, I'm going to talk about name, image, and likeness news. And there was a few... Uh, topics that came up that I thought were really interesting and could be uh, impactful towards Boston College athletics. So let's kick it off with the news. The big news over the last two days has to be the transfer portal as Boston College uh, lost two more players to the transfer portal. They've lost, I think, 13 or 14 already this season uh, as David Bailey transfer announced his transfer destination. We knew he was in the portal already, but to no, no one's surprise, he's going to end up at Colorado State. And Tate Haynes, a defensive back, is going to enter the portal. So let's look at David Bailey first. David Bailey, as we talked about before, was uh, one of the Buffalo boys with A.J. Dillon in 2019. He was a power back out of Maryland who uh, had a great career with Steve Adazio in BC. So him heading to Fort Worth makes a lot of sense. You know, he, at the end of last year, you know, with Jeff Halfley's system, didn't seem to do all that well in Frank Signetti's offense. Uh, he struggled. He, you know, his all his stats dropped drastically. He just didn't seem as effective. His power running just wasn't a fit for this offense. And so he moved on. And I know there's a lot of hate for Steve Adazio around, uh, amongst Boston College fans, and I get it because, you know, he wasn't the most engaging coach and his system was brutal to watch. But you know, if you're a guy like Bailey, it makes a lot of sense to go there. You know, he's going to get to run against Mountain West defenses. Other than Boise State, that's a, that's a good proposition for a guy like him. He's going to get to beat up on some weaker defenses, and he'll probably get the chance to start right away there. So this was a move that I expected all along. We've just been waiting for it to happen, and now we made it official. I'm not sure what the holdup was. Um, I, I figured it was going to happen, like, right away, but it never did. Uh, so David Bailey, he's going to, to Colorado State. Now, Boston College, when you're looking at the running back position after Bailey is gone. It's now Travis Levy, Xavier Coleman, Pat Garwell. If he's healthy, we don't know what that's going to look like. And Alex Sinkfield, the, the transfer from West Virginia. Sinkfield was the transfer that came in pretty shortly after Bailey entered the portal. So that's where we're at on that note. Now, Tate Haynes, he was he came to Boston College as a quarterback a few years ago. Uh, and when he got here, he um, immediately moved over to defensive back after his freshman year. He's the son of Michael Haynes, who was a, a Hall of Fame defensive back for both the uh, New England Patriots and most famously with the Oakland Raiders. And so, you know, Haynes got a chance in 2019 under Steve Adazio. He played quite a bit. Um you know, watching him, we talked about it on the podcast on on Friday. If you actually go back and listen to it, uh, Mitch and I both mentioned why is he still not transferring, um, and it, it was like it was eerie, eerie premonition on my part to say that because he he entered the portal on on Wednesday and now he's going to look for a new home. Now, he his decision also makes sense. I think any kid entering the transfer portal makes sense, but Haynes makes it a lot of sense too because you know between Brandon Sebastian and Josh DeBerry. And Elijah Jones and Jason Maytree, there is so much depth on Boston College's defensive back group. And then adding in C.J. Burton Jr. 
and Sean Asbury, that adds up to not a lot of playing time. And, you know, he wasn't a guy that was going to, you know, he doesn't have the physical skills that a lot of these other guys have. So Haynes can go look somewhere else. And it wouldn't surprise me if he moves someplace out west, closer to home. He's from San Diego, uh, tries to find a home out there. And, you know, maybe it's a smaller conference school, just kind of like what David Bailey has done. But uh, I I think he could be successful at, at a group of five school. So we'll see where he ends up. Also on BC News, Phil Dracovic is going to be part of the Manning Passing Academy, which is a uh, camp that is held every year in Louisiana by Arch Manning. He's the uh, the head of it. I think he's the president. And Eli and Cooper Manning. Now, Cooper Manning is the father of Arch Manning, which we talked about last week as a, you know, the father of... Uh, uh, not the father, with the biggest recruit in college football for next year. So, uh, Dracovic is joining like a who's who of college uh, quarterbacks. I think I saw Sam Howell, uh, DJ, uh, the quarterback from Clemson. You saw them all there, and so he's going to be joining them. That's a cool little thing, you know. It's an, it's he's it's it's a camp for younger kids, so he's going to be a counselor there. Uh, but it's like every big college football quarterback is part of it. So, uh, Dracovic will be part of that, and finally. Uh, Pete Mitchell, former Boston College tight end, is in the finalists for the College Football Hall of Fame. Given the names that I saw on that list, I don't think he's going to make it. Some of the big ones on there, LeVar Arrington of Penn State, Champ Bailey of Georgia. You saw G. Bush of USC and Tony Gonzalez. A lot of big names that are on there. And I mean, could he make it? Of course he could, but the odds are not in his favor. So we'll, we'll see if uh, Pete Mitchell makes it. I believe he's made it in a couple years now. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's been a finalist for a few years. So good luck to him. Um, and if you like our show, check out Locked on ACC. It's a host, a show, a show hosted by uh, Candace Cooper. I will be returning in my hosting duties on the show come the fall, but during the summer, she's running solo for three days a week. Uh, it talks about everything ACC. So if you want to get some more ACC talk, check out Locked on ACC wherever you get your podcast. And while you're at it, why don't you check out rockauto.com? Why spend 30, 40, 50% more at another store when you can go to rockauto.com and save? Rockauto.com is a family business and has been in the auto part industry for over 20 years. Rock Auto has reliably low prices for everyone. All you need to do is head on over to the website, check out your make and model. They'll give you all the details on what they have. Best of all, prices are cheap for everyone. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now let me tell you about Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar has nine delicious flavors and some of these new amazing specialty flavors you have to check out. Right now they have a grasshopper cookie that tastes like a thin mint that you get from Girl Scout cookies. I cannot recommend this enough. They're delicious. The best part, they're low in sugar, high in protein, and low in calories. It's a good protein bar that tastes good. It doesn't taste chalky and gross like some of those other protein bars. So all you need to do is head on over to uh, BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll receive 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Just a reminder, we're going with a Monday, Wednesday schedule. This week was kind of crazy because of Memorial Day. We did Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. But from here on out is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll be doing three shows a week through June, and I'll find out if we're doing the same for July. Um, But it gives me a chance to kind of recharge. um, And then, you know, there's not a lot of news going on because all the sports are gone. So uh, we'll we'll still have lots to talk about. But um, just just in case you're looking for us, that's kind of how the schedule will go. Now, in our second comment, uh, second section, excuse me, I want to talk a little bit about name image likeness. And this has been a hot topic on our show for a while now. We had uh, Brittany Collins from UMass on our show a while ago who talked about why it's important to have it. She was pushing for it in Massachusetts. She was the uh, tennis player from UMass that got um, her A-10 title taken away because of a phone bill. And uh, we've gone from there. We've talked about Massachusetts actually passing a bill to national recognition of national name and name and image and likeness. It's all over the place right now. But what happened today was Ross Dellinger of SI.com posted a story about the newest thing that they're going to be doing for Twitter for athletes. And I thought this was a really interesting story. In his article about open doors in Twitter, he said the social media company is partnering Twitter, that means, with Open Doors in a revenue sharing venture to allow college athletes to monetize their content through Twitter's video sponsorship platform Amplify. The company's announced the deal Thursday in an exclusive with Sports Illustrated. Twitter becomes the first social media platform to launch plans related to athlete compensation, often referred to as NIL. On July 1st, for the first time ever, NCAA athletes will be able to profit on their name, image, and likeness. So this talks a lot about what that means. And basically the 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 end of this is that athletes can put out videos now and say maybe there's a video of them making a big catch uh, during a game, like Zay Flowers makes a big catch. He can now upload that video to Twitter. They're going to slap an ad on it, and then he's going to get a cut of that profit. So, you know, he makes a big play. He's going to make money off of it. Now, just like we do for any journalistic endeavor, you know, it's all based off hits. So that that adds the question, like, how are they going to manage this? Because you don't want some booster in Alabama having 20 computers up hitting for Devonta Smith, their Twitter page. So it's like constantly playing the video and Devonta Smith gets $30,000 for one of those things. You There's got to be some structure to this. And I think Dellinger kind of delves into that. And the way that they're going to work on it is they're going to have like a set number that they're going to have for college athletes. And just like, you know, with Spotify where they divvy it up based off of like hits, that's how they're going to work it. So um, I, again, this is kind of the wild, wild west. We'll have to see how it ends up. But I thought this was an interesting first step. You're going to start seeing this all over the place uh, between um, different sponsorships and different ways for players to, to make money. I think it's going to start happening. I mean, yesterday as well, this kind of wraps into Boston College on the Durham and Packer show, uh, Pat Kraft talked. And if you haven't heard, so to, I'm going to go off a side tangent here for a second. If you haven't heard Pat Kraft talk, he is very engaging. I know I've heard a lot of fans um, moping about it online that he's not on social media. Um, and I've, I've said all along, I don't care about anyone on social media. As long as they're doing things that get things done behind the scene, it shouldn't matter to anyone. Like, it was great that Martin Jarman was very engaging online, but he, he the reason he was popular was not because he was social media, social media savvy, was because he was uh, proficient in what he did. And Pat Kraft 
Everything I've seen so far shows me he's exactly like that. But he doesn't have social media, so who cares? Well, anyways, you need to listen to what he did on to, on Packham and Durham. He talked about name, image, and, image, and likeness, and he specifically mentioned that they're in, obviously they're in favor of it, because he said, you know, I would love to see Charlotte North of the of the lacrosse team be able to hold a camp and make money off of that. Because can you imagine how many little girls? Out there, I mean, even boys probably that saw what Charlotte North did in the national championship game, and would love to be part of that camp. She could make some good money to she could like you know invest in herself or or pay for things or whatever she wants to do with it. That would be nice for her, but she can't do that until July first. So they're all on board with that, and it seems like common sense, right? Charlotte North should be able to profit off of that piece. Um, but we're gonna start seeing pieces just like what Dellinger said in his in his article, like. You're going to see more and more of these opportunities popping up. And, you know, it could be the, the like, ad-based revenue. Um, this piece, too, I saw someone else tweet about it. And I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes with this. Um, if they're going to start letting kids profit off of it, who's going to stop high school kids? Because I don't think there's any... Um, ramifications for them and if they're gonna if they can profit off of it why would they ever put things on things like huddle you know huddle is the video service a lot of recruits use i use it whenever i post on on kids you can like embed it and it's great but they get all the money wouldn't a high school kid or a high school team rather just throw it on twitter and let the ads go directly to them so i think that's a big deal i think that that we can we can we're start gonna start seeing some change in the uh in the app uh the the, the landscape for college sports and sports in general. Um, and I, I think the scary part is right now, it doesn't seem like anyone has a clue of where it's going to go or how to monitor it. And I think that, is, you know, they talked about that with coach K's uh, retirement last yesterday. Like, is that the reason like there was rumors that he didn't want to even deal with any of this? He, he dispelled that during his, his press conference, but it was something that people brought up. So, strap in this is going to be some really interesting stuff and i'm going to try my best to stay well read on it and like read more of these stories so that i can give you the ups and downs and see where it's going to affect bc sports because it's definitely going to and we'll have to see where that is now in a moment i want to answer a question one of our readers had about hockey and basketball but before we do Let's talk a little bit about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to make all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your mobile device or laptop and check out all the great sporting news and sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Uh, on our final segment for the show, I want to answer a question from one of our readers, Patrick, who sent me a, a message that said, I had a question for your mailbag. Would you rather have a successful hockey or basketball program? I think a lot of fans and students would say hockey because it's good right now, but it's not all that sensible to me. The, the national attention for college hockey is minuscule. Even now with a struggling basketball program, I care more about it than hockey. So I think you have to take some context here, right? And I agree with what Patrick's saying. Now, I come from my background. Now, if you remember, I was a writer for BC Interruption. Those guys are like diehard hockey fans. I like hockey. I'm nowhere near as, as into hockey as they are, but I always thought it was interesting. Now, that being said, 
Patrick brings up a point, and I think it's a good one to think about. Like, if you're looking at, like, what's more important, hockey or basketball, from a money standpoint and from an institutional prestige standpoint, it's not even close, right? Basketball should reign supreme, right? Because, you know, hot basketball is big. It's it's football and basketball are the big, you know, attention sports. Like, if you got basketball up, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to get bring a lot of prestige to the school. Hockey's not that way. We appreciate it at Boston College because we have the best coach in college hockey history in Jerry York, and we've won five national championships. That is awesome. However, if it was me, I would I would kill to have a, a – a top tier successful basketball program because I, as I've said before on the show, I'll, I'll go back and hit, get on my hits again here. You know, I was a student there in 2005, 2006 when BC basketball was at its pinnacle. That was the year they started 20 and zero. That was the year they were top 10 and they were like, uh, you know, the Sean, they were very close to getting into the final four. They had some um, amazing runs there, but those seasons, what people did at Conti Forum, the, the excitement around that program and how it lifted BC athletics, unfortunately for hockey, is, is very different. Like people get into hockey, but you're right. It doesn't move the needle around anyone around other than Boston College fans because, you know, there's BU fans in, in Massachusetts and Northeastern and they're all sports editors and they don't give a crap about BC, BC hockey. You know, they'll get a little buzz, but if BC basketball is, is relevant, that gets national attention. That gets, you know, ESPN notice. That gets, you know, Boston Herald will start to pay attention. So honestly, I would I would take I would take hockey, I mean basketball over hockey anytime. And I know it stinks because you know, BC has put together a hockey program, so it's kind of moot right now. But we're gonna have to see because with the Hogue Center coming up in that new practice facility, I've seen some people trashing on that like it doesn't make a difference. That's nonsense. I'm telling you right now, the Hogue Hogue um, practice facility is going to be a game changer for BC basketball. And if that gets Boston College in more doors with recruits, you're going to see BC basketball take that next step, and that is big. You have a coach that looks on paper like he could do some things along with some assistance that can make move the needle. I think basketball could be that next step and I would take that over hockey and I would. Um and it's a tough question because I, I honestly I'd rather have both. But if you're if you're gonna put a gun to my head and make me choose, that's what I'm gonna choose. Before we wrap things up, I, I wanna say um uh, I appreciate all the emails. Um, if you want more access to me, I, I've talked about this a bunch and I want to push you more towards it because I, I will give you instant responses to anything is to, to sign up for BC uh, Bulletin Premium. If you go to BC Bulletin and you find one of those members exclusive site uh, articles, all you have to do is click on that. It'll sign you right up. It's a dollar to start. And then I will send you or I can send you the link right away uh, to the Discord channel. The Discord channel is our forum where I respond to everything. We talk about I mean, we've been talking about all sorts of stuff on there. Someone had brought up um, people talking about the 1940 BC football season um, being national champions, and that should be uh, honored, and it hasn't been. We've been talking about uh, BC players and the pros. I have also recruiting news. If that's your thing, and I know a lot of you are really into recruiting, any like little nuggets that I can't flush out into a whole post, like, hey, so-and-so is, um, rec- you know, he is going to be visiting Virginia Tech. That's you know, it's a maybe it's a big guy like Gilbert Tongrongo. Uh, it just visited Virginia Tech this week. That's big news, right? 
I put that in the Discord channel. It's Discord if you haven't used it is super easy. It's like a it's like a message board and a forum. So if you're used to like old forums like a lot of like the pay sites use, Discord's like the new jazzier version of it. Like I have different rooms. I have a football room, a basketball room, a recruiting room, an ask AJ anything room, general BC and I I'll be continuing to add different rooms there. Now, all you have to do is sign up. And as I said, it's a dollar for the first month. I hope you consider it because we've had um, really big growth in the first month. I am so happy with if you have already signed up. Thank you. I want to thank you personally. And I hope you enjoy what you get out of this. You get all of the all the great coverage from me for B, from BC Bulletin. And I'm adding more um, because I want to give more to the, the premium subscribers. So I hope you consider that as well. Now, just as a reminder, we're doing this Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I will be back on Monday. We'll have a full uh, discussion of things that are happening over the weekend. Um, and if if my wife were expecting in the next week or so, I mean, actually, I, she's due today. If you're listening on Friday, um, if that happens, then you'll get. I have, I have, I've been posting and putting together podcasts for you, so that when I'm in the hospital with her and uh, we're taking care of family things, it'll be all set and you'll have new episodes. It'll be more of like season preview stuff. There won't be news on it, uh, but you'll you'll be able to you'll still get all of your. BC Bulletin co- coverage and BC uh, Locked On BC coverage. If you like our work, please check us out at Locked On BC. You can find my work at bcbulletin.com. This is AJ Black. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hope you stay cool if it's hot where you're at. Um, and I'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.